What is happening, guys? Welcome once again to Drop In with Lofton. It is your host, your boy, your one and only, your lover. Just kidding. I'm taking Scott Lofton. Welcome to Drop In with Lofton. Today, I have a special guest, the one and only with yes. me, Moses Daniels. What's going on, Moses? What's up, man? Happy to be here. Yes, it's your boy, Moses Daniels, also known as Uncle Mo. Don't forget the Uncle Mo. I'm sorry. Doing okay today, man. How about yourself? Man, I am <laughs> blessed to be here another day. I'm a little tired, but hey, I'm ready to get things rolling today. Yeah, me too. I'm excited, man. I'm happy to be on the show. And not to mention, not only being on the show, I'm happy to be your first guest on the show. That is right, guys, because you know me and my popularity. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm hanging out uh, with Uncle Mo here. He is our first official guest. And today, yes. guess what we're talking about? What's that, man? We're talking about screenwriting, screenwriting. and acting, man. Oh, that's right up my alley. That's what I do, bro. Is it really? I had no idea. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you so, <laughs> thank you so much. for. Well, let's go ahead and get started with okay. a little bit about with, with you and your experience and where you got started, man. Just real quick. Oh, uh, man, I've been, uh, I've been in the acting industry uh maybe about four years i've been acting maybe about three i actually took a year before i just jumped out there to do you know to do, i did a lot of studying right. a lot of research learning the business aspect of it, the business side a lot of people start i believe well a lot of people do start in this business not knowing which way to go they don't know how to navigate the industry you know so mm -hmm. i kind of wanted to have some sense of direction uh which way to go so i started out studying the whole year and then finally i just got up one morning man literally i got up one morning made my mind up, moved across state, was living in my van, people, believe it or not, yeah. I moved there to get an acting coach, started acting classes. Uh, then here in the Shreveport, uh, I wouldn't say they didn't have any acting classes, but I didn't know of any. So I thought the best thing was to do to do was, you know, jump the state line. I went to Texas, lived in my van, got an acting coach, and uh, man, the rest is history, you know. I'm not big in the, uh, as far as the uh, writing aspect of it, I just started doing right. that other screenwriting. Uh, I've been in several, you know, several feature films. Uh, one is actually on uh, uh, Amazon. It's called um, Apocalypse Rising. You guys go check that out. Uh, I've been in numerous short films. Uh, mm. You know how that goes. It can't be displayed to the public. But as far as screenwriting, I'm just now tapping into the screenwriting thing, man. I actually have two short films and one feature I'm working on. One short film I just finished up and I'm actually casting for, uh, you know, and that's it, man. I mean, what? 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 I don't know. I mean, I, you're supposed to leave the whole rest of the podcast. You didn't know, I know that. I know, man. I'm just you gotta get you get me started talking about this. This is what I do. I love this with a passion, man. So you gotta, you guys, you might have to stop me. You know, somewhere you gotta aim up. Wait, we forget what? Did yeah. you forget who show this is? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, is this the? Oh, this is dropped in. Well, I thought this was Uncle. Mo I'm playing, man. No, no, no. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and for uh, for a lot of you guys out there who you know are, are not familiar with the acting industry, the acting industry is a really yeah, it's a beast, man, yeah. to get into. It's really hard to get into. There's so many different avenues. There's so many different uh, uh, obstacles that you have to go through just to get even your name anywhere in the right. bucket. Uh, to get out there. So so what we're going to talking about is a little bit of like, you know, for those of you who kind of know me, you know, I started in California and I went through Hollywood and California, did that whole shebang. I was a Disney, yeah. not a Disney star, but a Disney actor yeah, for a while. Yeah, he's a star. I mean, he did his thing. I saw some stuff. He's Man, pretty good. Hey, look, when you get to bully and pull a kid's underwear on TV, <laughs> that's stardom, right? That's what <laughs> so... Uh, but right now, I really want to dive into to acting, you know, and really the the art of acting is, is something that a lot of people, especially today, in my opinion, miss. Right. Yeah. So today I feel like it's more like if you have a name and you're already like a YouTuber type of thing. Right. Yeah. And you don't necessarily need talent. Yeah. Man, to be uh... exposed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
you're right about that. Like you say, nowadays people want to the first, you know, some of the, some of the first things they want to know is not how your talent is, but you know, what's your, 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 your fan base. Like, you know, like you said, following, uh, which, you know, in itself is a big help, but it just, it's a slap in the face to those of us who actually uh, embrace the talent side of it, you know? Yeah. You know, what is your opinion on like coaching? Do you think like if you, if I am the first timer and I really want to just get into acting, do you think it's important for someone to like, hey, I need to go get coaching, get started in this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, my advice to anybody, to myself, even now, today, is to train, train, train. Acting coaches, improv classes, uh, workshops or whatever, uh, acting classes. You never stop training. I mean, even the greats, even the aliases, they still train, man. So my advice would be, that's the first thing you want to do. Go grab you, a, a, go sign up for some acting class and if possible, get you an acting coach. And one that resonates with you, you know, uh, I've had a couple different ones, you know, and you kind of get a little bit different information or, or, or experience from each one. So, you know, you just got to kind of find one that fits you, but absolutely definitely get you a coach. Yeah. And it, it's hard, man. And I, what I, again, like I said before, it's it actually kills me as an actor to see the craft in some areas die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause you have, you have a lot of YouTubers who are just, I mean, they're good. I mean, they're decent. Yeah. But they want to get into the acting realm, but it's like they just—they're just basically being themselves. I'm not blasting YouTubers, or, or you know, uh, because there's some great YouTubers out there, and you're doing your content. People love you for you and keep at it. But what I'm saying is like when you see these people who are like just getting on yeah. shows because they have enough followers on Instagram, yeah. it's like we hit this whole another avenue. I'm like, bruh, yeah, come on, we don't want to see your bare skin. Right. It's because you got boobs. Don't mean you need to be acting. <laughs> that's, that's right. You know, people are you know these content creators who blow up creating content, uh, YouTubers or whatnot. Uh, you know, they get movie gigs and shows or whatever. It's kind of like, it's kind of like almost they're they're being typecasted it's like the industry is embracing typecasting you know uh yeah. because no matter how many gigs or shows they have they're always like you say themselves you know and that does kind of take away from the acting the, the the craft the acting aspect of it uh you know not knocking anybody you know you made it kudos to them uh if that's their thing you know if that's what folks their boat that's cool but me being an actor i like challenging myself um you know, they say acting is reacting, but I look at it more, more, more as, you know, acting is becoming. So I like to become different things, you know, uh, as far as acting, I kind of get a kick out of being able to not be myself and deal with my everyday demons in life. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, man, um, as far as the content creating thing goes and the, the, the YouTube follower, uh, you know, it, it in itself is cool, but it does takes away from the the, mm -hmm. the, the craft itself. And, and as for me, man, like, like I said, on these podcasts, I don't want to get too like, oh, you're doing this and judgmental and yeah, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, um, <laughs> but at the same time, I still want to be real with it and talk about it because I feel like acting and screenwriting, uh, and the reason we're talking about that is because, you know, I, I do some screenwriting. I know you're getting into it. Yeah. And it's a very, it is a very difficult field but you've got to learn as a bring out your creative juices, right? That's right. So, oh, I love that dog back there. Uh, I hope y'all can hear that. His name's Rufus. That's our <laughs> stage dog. Uh, no, but um, sit, Rufus, sit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, sit, boo boo, sit. All right, but the whole thing here is that screenwriting. You've really got to learn how to develop characters and create a backstory, and and that takes some time and art to get into. And I'm not saying by any means am I there in my career, but I'm saying. There, a lot of people just, they look over that aspect. Yeah. Are they 
don't look into like the real talent and heartache and work it takes to become an actor or a full screenwriter. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, me being an actor, it's kind of helped me tap into screenwriting because I'm used to, you know, reading scripts, um, plenty of scripts, dozens of scripts, um, memorizing scripts. The first thing you want to do is, <laughs> and I say this because people send me scripts and it's just like, Paragraphs. You want to have the industry format, I tell people. Okay, if you don't know what industry format is, you know, Google it. If you don't know something, just Google it. Google will teach you how to uh, I use, me, myself, I use a, pro, a software program called Celtics, C-E-L-T-X. And uh, you want to have the industry format first. You know, it's a... It's, is, it, is it Celtics or Celtics? Uh, you know, it may be Celtics. I'm not sure. It's spelled C-E-L-T-X, though. I might I, be pronouncing I guess, it wrong. I guess that might be... Maybe I've been saying it wrong, because I always thought it was like Celtics, but then I thought, hey... Celtic Warrior was spelled with a C, isn't it? Yeah. I think but then the Celtics are like the are, team yeah, are with a C. So you know, we're going to say that for another podcast. That's a hard one. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure. But the spelling is the same. C-E-L-T-X, something like that? C-E-L-T-X, yeah. A yeah. lot of people use Final Draft, Final Draft Pro. But I tell people, you want to have an industry format because from my experience, uh, especially when you maybe pitching or sending it off to someone, these people in the industry won't even take a look at it if it's not an industry format, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's an art to actually writing, you know. It's an art to to create an art, you know. It's got to be, you know, the spacing, the 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 points on the letters, the, the the size of them. But it is an industry to write in itself, like you say. I mean, in school they taught us, you know, every story starts with a what is it? Help me out, Scott. A beginning, a body, and a conclusion, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you you, you need to start with your first premises, the, yeah. the very beginning. Okay, what's the problem? What's gonna catch your your readers, I mean your 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 viewers or readers, I guess if you're if you're pro- just uh, promoting your script, right? And then from there, you need to have that problem that's going to like, okay, well maybe resolve it, and it's not going to happen. We're going to try to resolve it this way, it's not going to happen. You know, your body, your 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 thing that's really going to keep your audience into it, right? They're going to see right. the hero rise and then fall, and then rise and then fall, and then the villain becomes the hero. What Batman? Okay, no, but uh, <laughs> but you you want those layers, and I think as as an actor, and you were actually in one of my classes recently right. we did the meisner technique which right, is right. the 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 emotion mirror right the oh, emotional man. mirror and, and let me tell you right now that is like one of the I, oh man i love i love that technique it actually gets those emotions flowing go ahead i'm sorry oh no no go ahead no Inter- interrupt me it's fine no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding. i love to I'm no 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 but for real though and, and that's a beautiful technique made by henry meisner and for those of you that are actors or anyone that's classically trained or even in the industry, you will definitely at one time in your career hear about Henry right, Meisner. He right. was like the beginning acting coach. Right. And he talked about sense memory and he talked about, uh, the, he called it the Meisner technique or the mirror technique. And we're not talking about just mirroring the physical things that you see like in funny sketches and movies where they just mirror your physical emotion, uh, physical motions. Yeah. Now we're mirroring your emotions. And the whole, the whole basis of this is to mirror the emotion that you are receiving so you know acting is reacting right right right. so we take in the reactions Mm -hmm. and we turn that in our head we try to decipher what emotions we're reading right our eyes and our senses are taken in right out of those senses we create our new action out of that reaction which is now creating our new emotion that we're giving back. That's right. So in the technique, if Moses was to give me, how could you do that with anger? How did you, well, how could you do that? And then I want to come back at him. Well, maybe I'll come back at him as the same way. Or maybe mine might be similar, but slightly different type of anger. So maybe he goes, how could you do that? And I go, well, how could you, how could you do that? Like, that's a little different, right? Right. There's different layers. And as an actor, when you learn to access... 
when as an actor, when you learn to access the different layers oh, yeah, underneath and inside your brain, which is Absolutely. full of so many different types of illogical, logical, subconscious and conscious uh, emotions, when we can access that as an actor, your plethora of emotions and characters just jump out on Absolutely. you, right? Absolutely. And so we, and that's something that I want to learn as an actor, you need to learn and develop that. Because as a kid actor, I was so nervous to develop that. I was, because being an actor, you have to be vulnerable. That's right. You got to let all your guards down, man. Uh, and doing that master technique, uh, man, uh, I remember that I remember that day in your class, man. Uh, we got to doing it. And even when the exercise was over, I just felt my emotions and I just felt those layers surface, you know. I felt those emotions rising. And it, it's such a good technique and practice for any actor. I don't care if you're an A-lister. Denzel Washington, if you're listening, Robert De Niro, if you're listening, <laughs> you get to doing that. Nah, seriously, though, but I loved it, man. And, and, and it's good you said that, Scott. It's very good because a lot of actors don't know that, and this is one that every actor needs. When I first started, I didn't even know about it, you know. Um, I've, I've heard about it and read about it and actually studied some, but that one mirror technique you showed me was mm -hmm. actually my first time doing it. And, man, let me tell you, I loved it. I did. Yeah, and a lot of people we get, we... we <clears throat> We tend to not want to jump out into our emotion like that, right? The vulnerability part, a lot of people don't want to show emotion. Yeah, exactly. Um, that goes male, female, it doesn't matter. A lot of people want to be strong or they don't want to do that. But if you're going to be an actor or an actress, right, or even a screenwriter, you got to be able to let your emotions flow That's right. in a healthy way. So the miser technique is very good at teaching you how to let those emotions out and see and discover new emotions right. that you can access in a data bank for future scenes. And also, you learn sense memory because you, a lot of people don't want to be a method actor. Um, <clears throat> hashtag uh, uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's up, Tom? What's up, Tom? How you doing, man? Uh, but no, we, we don't want to be a method actor sometimes. Some people do it and they call it classical method acting. But a lot of coaches defer away from that because of the fact that method acting can be dangerous. Because you're dealing real emotion from your past or real... Because method acting is all... Like your life put into the scene. Yeah, um, I was I was in a classroom one time, and in California, I was at this acting class, and I watched this happen. This guy and girl were doing a scene, and the headlines it wasn't improv, but in the scene, the guy, the character slaps the girl. Well, obviously, they're in, we're in an acting class, and it's oh, all staged. Even on set, you don't actually slap somebody. Yeah, not, um, not a female. Anyway. Not a female. Yeah. So what's gonna? So he in the scene though was getting heavy. He's getting heated. It's an argument between a man and a husband. I mean, man and husband. Oh, uh, whoa! Twenty nineteen. <laughs> Let's cut. No, I'm joking. Yeah, uh, but no, but uh, between a man and a wife. Um, and throughout the scene, and there was again, this is a acting class. This okay. is not even a real situation. It's not even on set. Yeah. He comes, he slaps this woman, man, hard. And the coach, of course, she starts, she pushes him away and goes, yeah. "What, what the beep was that?" You know, I censored myself there. And um, <laughs> the coach goes, "Cut." And he goes, "What was that?" He goes, "What?" Yeah. He's you, he's like, "You slapped her." It's in the scene. And he goes, "You're not supposed crazy. to do that." Like. You control yourself, you yeah, know. Man. And he goes, what, "What? What is that?" He goes, oh, "I'm a method actor." He goes, "I don't." He goes, "I don't give a beep. <laughs> yeah, get out of my classroom." Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, the guy cut him out. And so, a lot of people who are method actors, there's nothing wrong with with dealing from anything. And so, sense memory comes in when we 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 take another memory that's less harmful, <laughs> right? And we use that for our emotion, right? Yeah, yes. Or at least to start our 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 water flow of emotions. Yeah. 
So and being able to control it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hence, hence, you know, the dead puppies and all that kind of stuff, right? They got something that's it's sad, but not detrimental and going to be scarring. Yeah. But you can use it as a starting point to then mold your emotions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, here's my question to you: Where do you think, uh, <sighs> or what's your favorite genre? Kind of jumping gears here. Your favorite genre of of like movies, TV, film, of acting to to do. My favorite genre would be uh, it's a thin line between drama and dramedy. You know, uh, I like drama because I like challenging myself. Uh, I think drama would be my best, my favorite. I like challenging myself, uh, tapping into different characters, different avenues of acting. Not saying any other genre doesn't do the same, but for me, uh, drama is really kind of um, it's kind of challenging. You know. Uh, to get those emotions flowing and, mm-hmm. and, and and be vulnerable and let your guard down. So I think that would be it. Um, right. I like movies that are, I, my favorite type of movies are nonfiction movies. So I love movies that are based on, for some reason, I don't know, I think it's the element of knowing it actually happened or somewhat happened like that. I, my favorite type of movie are movies that are, are nonfiction based on true stories. But yeah, my favorite genre, I think it would be dramas. Uh, second favorite, dramedy, even though you didn't ask for my second favorite. Uh, no, it's okay. Go you ahead know, and give it to us, Moses. Give it to us. I started having a comedy, man, and I'm liking it because, believe it or not, comedy is challenging to me because I don't think I'm funny, and, you know, it's an art. You know, people think you can just get on stage and be funny. No, let me tell you, that's not how it happens. It's, an, it's also acting, and it's also an art. Uh, I met an actor before who's, uh, who's a comedian, right? And him, aside from his acting, his everyday life, you know, he's a serious person. And, you know, I asked him, I was like, man, you know, you funny as hell, you know, stuff I've seen on on, on um, the internet and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but, you know, in, in person, you, and so, and, you know, I'm paraphrasing it, but I was like, you know, in, in, in person, you kind of like stern, you kind of firm. He was like, man, don't you know this acting? And so I was like, you're exactly right. You know what I'm saying? You would yeah, never get, yeah, yeah. You, you would never have guessed, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, is an, it is an act, it's an art, it's a form to it. So I'm, I'm, I'm tapping into comedy and uh, I'm, I'm liking it because it's very challenging. But to answer your question, drama. It's my favorite. <laughs> ah. Well, um, thank you for that long, <laughs> overdrawn answer, <laughs> Moses. <laughs> Violin, right? <laughs> no, but 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 that's good. So you know, for me, my favorite is well, it's hard. You know, I, my stu- action comedy, <laughs> action comedy. Yeah. Because I'm I'm a stunt guy, so yeah. I love doing action comedy. I love putting able to put the comedy into the slaps old slapstick mix with stunts. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Uh, however, however. My next question for you is, Moses, what has been so far in your acting career the most challenging role you've ever had to play? The most challenging role I've ever had to play. Right now, is it? <laughs> no. You know, the most challenging role I've ever had to play. <laughs> uh, so my name is Moses, right? The most challenging <laughs> role I ever had to play was, uh, it was Joseph. Go figure, right? Hmm. Yeah, Jesus' daddy, Joseph, the Bible Joseph. Yeah, I had okay, to play him. Okay. The reason being is because, I mean, I'm gonna just be, I'm gonna just be frank. I don't live up to my name. I mean, I'm no Moses. <laughs> no, but, uh, but seriously though, no, it's just you know, just tapping into that, uh, you know, trying to get those uh, emotions to surface as, and you know, I also had to put the. The, 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 I forgot where the setting was, what time frame. Actually, it was B.C. Uh, the movie was, was set in B.C. Uh, but just to get those feelings to... Uh, Man, you've been acting for a while, huh? I'm just <laughs> kidding. A couple thousand years, you know. Man, you look good for your age, dude. You look good. You look, uh, you know, look I'm young. Sure. I appreciate it. I appreciate you must moisturize. Uh, it's olive oil. That's the secret. No. Olive oil. Uh, but, you know, just, just 
jumping into that character, that BC character, and 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 displaying it on film, you know, and being able to, you know, live up to the the character of being Jesus's dad, you know what I'm saying? It was just really challenging for me. So yeah, that that yeah. was that was one of the yeah the most challenging role I've had to play. I think I think, you know, some of you don't know me. Y'all have seen my suicide scene that I did in my play. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I showed you it. that. That was great, man. But besides that scene, that was the most challenging really? emotionally. Really? Oh, you, oh, I can see that. I can, uh, man, you should show that. You, I, go, go ahead. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Uh, we can act until <laughs> we can talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, I think the second most challenging was when I played, go figure, Judas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, these biblical characters have, know, a, have a way it's of. Uh, about it, man. I don't know. Oh, uh, they have a way. Hey, look, the Robinson Film Center. Uh, you guys uh, get distracted here on our podcast. So come out to <laughs> Robinson Film Center in Shreveport, Louisiana, if you ever have a chance. It's great. Uh, promotion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get sponsored by. Uh, not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> but the, be- the, the, the most intense role, besides that, that suicide scene I had to do on, on stage and a live performance of that, would be when I had to play Judas in a, another stage play. And that was hard because, you know, first off, if you don't know, know the Bible, almost even if you were eight, if you're a believer or not, you yeah. know that Judas was the portrayer of Jesus. Right. And uh, in this scene, I had to, I was by myself, it was a monologue, mm-hmm. and I was on scene, and I had, this is already after I portrayed Jesus. And so I'm on the scene, there's a blue spotlight on me, there's haze, there's fog. Oh, yeah, it's man. a good production, it's a good production. It had a lot of cool stuff. And it had like that big old haze on the ground, like that, that low end haze that's like kind of just drifting, like dry ice. Yeah, yeah. And I was walking in it barefoot, had my big robe on, and I had the money in my hand. And I was basically just saying, What have I done? What have I like it just having like that self reflection yeah, monologue man. from Judas? And you know, there's a scene where or part of the scene where I take the money back and I throw it at the wall or I throw it on the ground. Well, <laughs> we did a couple shows, but one of the last sh- I'm glad it was the last show. Yeah. Because the last show I misaimed at that money bag <laughs> because if I throw it out, I'm going to hit someone in the audience. Oh, man. If I hit the ground, that's fine. That's what I'm supposed to do. Well, there was a wall behind us, right? Well, Mr. Judas here missed <laughs> yeah. and calculated, and I threw that money bag full of real coins. Oh, so, man. so that way it has sound, right, you hit when it hits the ground. Yeah. It was heavy, and, it th- and I put a hole in the church wall. <laughs> Yeah, hey, that, that's Judas for you. That's that. hey now. You did a good, you did a good job, Judas. He didn't hang around that long. Oh, no, I went there. <laughs> yeah, if you know the Bible, he hung himself, from, you know, from feeling so heavy over with, with grief and guilt, with grief and guilt. Uh, if I must say so, I think my second most hard hardest role was uh was playing Kinesius. It was a Greek mythology uh, stage play, actually. Kazinte. Kazinte. You said you said uh, Kinesius. So I said, God bless you. Oh, <laughs> all right, Scott. Uh, all right, no, go on, go on. It, go was, just, it was just, it was hard because I've actually never read, I've, I've never been into Greek mythology, you know? And so I had to go study and make up this character and do the voice. My dear, come here. And, you know, this crazy stuff I had to do. And, and I had to do this all in like a two weeks time frame, not to mention travel to Chicago and do this theater play in front of, who knows, uh, hundreds of people. It's two people. Um, so, but yeah, that was a hard Wait, for real? Yeah, man, it was. No. It was. It's, it's, a, it's a renowned theater, but... Uh, the one in Chicago? Yeah, the greenhouse. Yeah, there was only was, two people in the audience? Hey, I'm supposed to say that on the podcast. There was only 2,000 people yeah, in the audience? Yeah, yeah, something like 2,000, give or take a couple, yeah. Man, it should have no. been like 50, right? It should have been like at least a 5,000 person crowd. But see, that's the beauty of acting. Whether it was, it was two people, but whether it was two or two million, we perform for those two people like there were, were two million. You know, it's just a, you, you don't change anything up. You do it just as if the, it was sold out. And that's the beauty of it. It's the passion of it. You know, I 
you don't see two people in the audience and be like, oh man, and get all down and out. Mm-hmm. It's just the audience of being able to, you know, share your gift with two people or the world, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a big thing, man. Like for me, you know, I, and I'm not gonna get too personal on this podcast, but you know, we're gonna have some psychologists and some doctors and people on this show to kind of talk about some other some more serious issues. But for me, when I went through depression and stuff, man, like acting was my like that was my baby, right? Like, yeah. if I could have a way to let these emotions out in a safe way, like through a character or through a podcast, hint, hint, uh, no, <laughs> or have a way to express my inner my inner demons, my inner things right. I was going through. Right. It was great. And so acting, even if you're not going to be doing it professionally, you know, on TV or stuff or whatever, or try that way, even just doing it for recreational purposes yeah. is a great outlet for people, especially if you're going through a lot, like a lot of stress or emotional oh, yeah. uh, baggage. It's a great way. So acting is 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 in its own way like um, an amazing just uh, overall way to let some things go. And to express yourself. I agree. Right? I agree. You know, some people use music and rapping or the different types of music or uh, in production of music. And so same same for acting. It's an art form, right? That's right. And it's been around for many, 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 many years. Yeah, man. And it's been cultivated since the, you know, uh, early 1900s and things like that. Since the Shakespeare's and all that stuff. Yeah. And so it really got cultivated to a new era when we had video cameras and we had tape and stuff like that. Right. Um, so... And even when there was just radio, when it was just podcasts and radios, you know, acting became a, a vocal format, right? Doing sketch characters through their voice and yeah. everything. Yeah. And then now, you know, obviously we have things like Saturday Night Live. You've got so many stations and channels and videos and movies and so much stuff because of technology. Yeah. But, you know, back in the day, it was just as simple as yeah. uh, getting on a mic and doing some funny sketches with some people. Back uh, in the day, you had to actually act be an actor you had to showcase that talent that's right that's right raw talent raw, <laughs> raw talent yeah no help no technology no 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 uh applied um what do you call it when the no uh, applied sound effects and stuff oh yeah yeah we didn't have all that back then you had to actually be funny or the audience didn't laugh <laughs> yeah we didn't we couldn't put it in post-production yeah uh but so so guys yeah again this podcast was to talk about acting with uncle mo uh, <laughs> uncle mo you know you need advice Call Uncle Mo. And, you know, like I said, these these podcasts are going to be ranging from 20, 30 minutes, maybe even an hour, depending on how we go. Uh, and we're going to definitely have Uncle Mo back on here. I'd love to be back, man. Love and to. we're going to talk about different things. You know, we're, we've been a little more serious, talking about acting and stuff. But, you know, <laughs> what I don't want to miss is, you know, we got to talk about the Avengers. We got to talk about some movies and TV oh, shows. Snap. Okay, let, let's go ahead and give them one more thing. What is your opinion of one of your, of what you've seen? Your favorite or the best movie of 2018 that would win an Oscar? Because the Oscars are coming up this month, February 24th. Did you know that? I did know that. I'm an actor. Of course I knew that. (laughs) So it's coming out February 24th, the Oscars. Who do you think is going to win best motion picture? Go. You know what, man? I'm about to piss a lot of people off. Wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Excuse my French. I say that because I don't watch a lot of movies or TV. <laughs> I mean, uh, I watch things that appeal to me that catches my eye, but a lot of people are like, have you seen this? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, you haven't saw that? How can you say you're an actor and you haven't seen this? So I said, I'll let to say this. I spent 2018 writing a lot, studying a lot. I wouldn't say traveling a lot. Uh, I tapped more into theater and stage. I didn't watch, man, <laughs> for the whole year of 2018, 
as far as movies, film, I probably watched maybe two. Okay, so what's two? I can't remember. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Don't do drugs, kids. I'm joking. Um, uh, so they re- probably weren't that good then. Uh, yeah, they probably weren't weren't that good actually. Um, I know one of them was which uh, was Black Panther. Uh, which that was that, good, that is think, nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, but I, I think it's. Oh, uh, I, I'm not even gonna give my opinion on that. It was a good movie, you know. It was uh, good, but it wasn't amazing. Yeah, right? well, yeah, I think it was yeah. overrated. That's what I wanted to say. Thanks for helping me out, Scott. I was kind of scared to say it, but that, if you... that's what I do. Yeah, Dro- drop in with Lofton, and we'll help you soften it. <laughs> That sounds uh, interesting. Okay. The other one. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I do. No, <laughs> uh, Aquaman. Did it come out in 2018? Uh, it did near the end. I uh, no, no, it didn't. It came out uh, last month. Okay, so that don't count. So maybe I watched one movie last year. Yeah, I'm sure. Last I, year. I know it's still early. It's still early in the year. Yeah, here. I'm sure I watched others. I can't remember. But yeah, man, I haven't watched enough to say or even give my opinion. Not that it would matter anyway. But yeah, I haven't. I haven't really. Hey, your opinions matter. Opinions matter. You know what? I love you, Scott. Every opinion matters. It just doesn't mean they're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sorry, guys. I'm sorry I couldn't give you my uh, my thoughts on that. I will do better and watch more movies. I tell you what, by the next time I'm on this show, and I will be back, I will have uh, a plethora of movies to choose from. How about that? Sounds good. You know, you, they can't actually <laughs> respond, right? Oh, oh, I thought they were in there. They're not in the... No, they're not in the mic. And this also is not a live podcast at the moment. Oh. But we will be doing those. You Probably know. live from LSUS, actually. <laughs> live from LSUS, we're going to be doing some podcasts down the road. That's and we're what's also, up. And we're also going to be doing some live stuff. Uh, hopefully, uh, looking to do some stuff from the Robinson, maybe. Uh, yeah. A couple of places, do some live podcasts from there. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. If you're still hanging in with us, thank you. Um, while you're listening to me, I still don't get it, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but once again, if you are on Facebook, uh, well, you're on Facebook, like and follow. If you're on YouTube, Subscribe, hit that little bell notification so you know whenever uh, you That's get right. us. This is, uh, if you're on YouTube, this is underneath uh, Shall We Laugh TV. And then also, if you are listening to our Drop Him and Lofton on SoundCloud podcast, follow, like, and make sure you stay tuned for any updated podcast that we're going to live in your way. And if this is on iTunes, <laughs> we made it then. Uh, so, <laughs> so, any final words of encouragement or anything you want to say, Uncle Mo? Uh- I just want Shout out to, any YouTube channels that you want to do. Anything uh, you want to do? Yeah, well, you know, you can follow my comedy. You go figure YouTube comedy channel at Misguided TLC. Psh, content creator. <laughs> not that I have one at all. Um, I have a short film dropping. I'm not sure if you guys will be able to watch it or not just yet. Uh, I'm not sure how this is gonna go, but I throw it out there anyway. It's called Uncle Mo's Days Day Off. Um, I have Memes USA. It's a uh, YouTube series I'm coming out with. Uh, Memes I'm, in the USA. That's right. I'm, no, I, that, I, I might. I might actually. I like that, Scott. You like that? I so like that. You, you might have to talk to Bruce Springsteen about that. <laughs> uh, I'll be back to talk about that. I'm working on it now. I'll be back to promote that. But I just want to, you know, my advice to anybody, any actors, inspiring actors, is to train, train, train. Now, my other, I also have further uh, additional advice. I also want to tell you to always be creating. You know, auditioning is good and all that good stuff, but don't sit around and wait on somebody to give you or waiting on somebody to discover you, you know? You can still go audition and stuff like that, but in between those, always be creating, you know, writing, keep creating your own content. So that would be my advice to anybody. Uh, that's it, man. I appreciate you, Scott, for having me. 
Well, thank you so much once again, uh, Uncle Mo, my boy Moses Daniels, hang him, uh, hanging out with me, hang him in the minute out with me. That's right, because uh, I can talk. Uh, thank you so much. And once again, guys, if you are just tuning in, uh, you missed the whole podcast. Uh, but no, uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for following us. We have a lot more people. We got some amazing people like Tanisha Morris is going to be on here. Josh Munns is going to be on here from Digital Munchies from YouTube. What's up, Tanisha? What's up, Josh? <laughs> They're going to be on here. I also have, uh, I believe, Donovan Rowe, I believe, is going to be on here, another comedian. So we're going to have a lot, of, uh, a lot of filmmakers on here. But we're also going to have some scientist uh lucille guion is going to be on here as a microbiologist from lsu and actually in from bordeaux front uh she's going to be on here uh talking about some stuff from france she's a scientist we're going to be talking about french stuff um so anyways we have a lot coming your way so make sure that you guys like comment and subscribe in this video or this podcast whatever you're listening or watching uh we're going to be listening to these and thank you guys so much for tuning in. And so, like always, I will see you guys and hear you guys. Maybe not. You'll hear me. And we'll drop in next time. Later, y'all.